1: Welcome to the More Business, More Life podcast. This show is for socially conscious leaders, entrepreneurs, CEO founders that have found success, but they yet they don't have the ideal life that they would like. And what we're gonna do is bring in concepts and systems so that we can increase business with millions of additional revenue, while lowering our work hours, ideally below 40 hours a week. We call this More Business, More Life. And it's an and not an or. We don't have to have either or. We can actually systemize this to have both. And those are the concepts we're going to come with each episode. Sometimes we might talk a little bit more about business, sometimes more life, most of the time, both. <laughs> so, welcome to the show. Welcome to More Business, More Life podcast. And we've been talking so much in the last episodes about our life giving energy and how we need to take care of ourselves, how we need to heal ourselves. Now, how do we take that life-giving energy and apply it to the good work that we want to do on this planet? The things that you want to make in your company and if you're leading people, this is going to be important for you too. How do we take care of ourselves while getting more done? And it really is that. Take care of yourself first, fully charged, 100% battery, and then apply that in a good way. And we're we're going to dissect that and we're going to look at the contrast when we gave ourselves permission to do that and when we did not. And we can look at that so we can all share how we can all have more life. So it's more business and more life. Let's jump right in. We've been talking the last several weeks, maybe even more. I think like three or four of our podcasts have been about different elements around our energy, our healing, our self-care, all to which to bring more energy, more life force into ourselves so that we can do the good work, all right? This is more business, more life is the podcast. And when we work on that more life, we bring it into the opportunities that we have with our family and with our business. And when we have that higher level of energy, then we can be more effective and more powerful in our businesses and then achieve what we want. Many of the businesses we work with are socially conscious and driving new endeavors to make the world a better place through their products and services or organizations. We've also worked with nonprofits and all of it, we want to have good energy, right? So if we have depleted energy or we're not feeling 100% and we're like dragging ourselves into what activities we need to do to make those organizations that we just brought up do the thing that they're meant to do, then it starts to stifle it, right? It is we start having a diminishing return. And that's because we and we've talked about it on other podcasts about our energy. We all only have so much energy. And even the thing people ask me all the time, they say, Are you a life coach or a business coach? And I say, Well, I hope you don't die when you go to work. It's all life, it's all energy. And so when we allow our energy to be depleted. And we do not allow recovery with all the things that we've been talking about. How do we heal? How do we get more energy? Then we're not going to be as efficient in the work. So that's what we want to transition to in the deeper way today is, okay, now we've talked for weeks now on the last several podcasts and then some on how do we get more energy? How do we take care of ourselves so that we can invest that energy in a good way. So now we want to open the conversation to, okay, now what do we do with this energy? So if you've filled your cup up, what do you get to do with it, right? And there are many, many things. And often, just like we let our life energy disperse and get distracted, we let our activities get dispersed. So I kind of came to like two things to open the conversation up. One is the people we surround ourselves with right? Because that can take energy away or it can add energy back in, right? It can be life-giving or life-taking. And the same thing with activities. Are we doing what we like to call the one thing to win? Are we focused on that thing that's going to drive whatever initiative, whatever goal we have, whatever our core purpose is? Are we activating that or are we getting distracted by a bunch of smaller things or activities that are more a distraction than life-giving. They're not fulfilling our core purpose and our core energy. So so wherever you are listening to this and whatever amount of energy you have, if you're lacking energy, go back a couple of weeks and listen to the last couple of episodes so that you can rejuvenate that that energy. And then today, let's jump into how do we use our full cup? How do we use that energy? So with that, I guess to go out of the two, the people and the things, right? It's like people and things that we can allow to deplete this energy or lift it up or use it properly. I guess the one thing to win kind of goes to the top in my mind. And I'm open to each of your opinion, Giovanni, Stephanie, and Melissa, because the one thing to win drives what we're doing and who we're with. I guess, right? Because if you change your activity or you change your mission, then probably the people and the activities are going to change. So I guess it does come back to what are we doing, right? What's most important? And I think sometimes in our activities, we get so caught up in the activities that we lose focus on what's the bigger picture. So I guess when you start looking at your day, when a dilution happens, I'm calling it dilution like distractions, whatever you want to use happen do you allow yourself to reset now have you done in the past maybe give it like a before and after maybe like a little bit of what it used to be like and now that you allow for direction and you set up the day before for like a really good day maybe can each of you just paint a little contrast like when things have not been at your best or you're more distracted and energy is getting wasted or and then when you're on point really focused the one thing to win you've planned tomorrow today like maybe just if each of you want to share
0: sure it was interesting as you were just kind of opening it up and talking about the activities and then the people the wow and certainly like wow clients is the the first con the first thing that you shared when i first met you that was so attractive and i think so many clients work with us because of that just that whole signature thing around wow clients, like what is that? And how can I have that? And what is it? And I know we've talked about that, but you're right. If we don't put in front of that, like what is the one thing to win? Like what's our goal? What's our mission? What are we doing? What's our service? What's our offer? Like all those other things, then then we can't really know who those who those WoW clients are. What what is a wow client or a wow anybody in our life? So I think So I feel like maybe it's me. There was that question. And then there was a really good other question about (laughs) like, how do we reset and focus every day so that we are focusing on that one thing to win? And, and I think if you were to ask me this question at any different point in the month, it would be maybe a different answer. But what we've been working on this week is like, what are our goals for September, right? Like, what does that look like? And so when we are planning for the next day, At the end of our day, we've done all our activities, we've accomplished everything we want to accomplish before, we know that it's the time that we want to stop working and we're planning for the next day. Like what, how do we plan that next day? And it really is, well, what's our one thing to win so that we can have our wow. And I think it's like all these little simple things sort of stacked up together and activated within a day that help us get to that place. I guess for me, but even breaking down those goals into something tangible cuz I I think to date I put down what my one thing to win is cuz I know what it is. Like I am trying to help as many people as I can right now. So I that's always my goal. That's always my one thing to win. But if we focus it really on something even more tangible, maybe something that we can quantify, then that totally changes the one thing to win even more. And then we can start looking at, okay, that's my one thing to win. For me, it's like, how many people do I want to connect with? How many people do I want to serve so that then I can keep breaking it down? I feel like I'm getting a little lost in it, but there was a lot of good questions in the one question that you asked.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, you're starting to bring down. No, I think it's good, Stephanie, Like because you're what I'm hearing you say is you're kind of like fo- focusing, tightening the focus, tightening it more and more. So going from the broad down, maybe for a moment, let's pause on that and we can come back to it. What what was it like before you had this focus? Like, Can you remember like what it was like? Because I mean, you've been a professional woman for many, many years now, decades, and Right. Yeah. So professional. It's <laughs> very <And> professional. <laughs> whatever the term would be. I mean, you. I'm just been, kidding. I know. I know. But <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? So you think yeah. you are doing the good thing that you're doing. So you, it's not like you were not un. I mean, I I don't want to paint the picture that we're all unfocused. I think we all have initiatives, but I know. I think all of us can relate. We can let. The busyness or even the office, like when we all went into offices, get distracted, right? Because people interrupt us and you can get way off course on your one thing. I don't know. Is there a thought in your mind? I don't know if there's a specific instance or just the generality of it before you started using some of these initiatives that we're talking about. I guess the reason for this, just to put that there, I mean, here's our one thing to win. We all know that we've all dealt with this and we don't want someone to think, oh it's just me uh, like i'm the only one that has this issue and that's not true like all of us get distracted all of us our energy can be depleted and diluted so what did that look like before you had all these additional skills i guess Stephanie?
0: i think there were probably more hours spent in the day like quote unquote working and it's really when you do dial it in or like focus in that way on what's most important and getting that done first and like above all else other things will still get done like you find other ways and other places but to focus on your one thing to win when your energy is at the highest like when you know you're in your best power and sort of figuring out what time of day that is I know some people uh, are like really there on like game on in the afternoon and for me like that's not, I'm tired <laughs> usually. And maybe not tired, but it's not the best time I found for me to take on something that requires a lot of, I am I like the mornings. I'm good in the morning. I get up early. I get stuff done. I love that part of it. So I know that I need to get my one thing done like earlier on, preferably, or at least have it planned and like have myself all teed up to do the thing in the afternoon. So I guess before I, again, was spending more hours in my day or things, um, maybe it was a little more nebulous. Like I just knew I had a bigger goal. Like I was looking at the big goal and not sort of chunking it down into like, what are the things that I can do today? Like what are the smaller benchmarks so that I know that I'm constantly getting closer to my goal? And I think the more you and it doesn't take a lot of time, like to really plan through how to fit in your one thing to win or to tee yourself up for that or just to build everything else around that. But in that structure actually started to give me more freedom. It's just those little adjustments that help give you more freedom in your day. The freedom to end your day sooner because you know that you've accomplished the most important thing like I it's really easy for me to check all my emails all day long and then I it's four o'clock and I'm like oh my gosh I didn't do the thing that's going to move my business forward so I guess all that other stuff fits itself in around it and it almost just goes back to the whole the big rocks the little rocks in the gravel like we have to we have, to, we have to look at every day that way if we want to get where we want to go faster.
1: Right, well, and then, yeah, and it's, it, you know, and Stephanie, that's great. And yeah, we do hear the leaf floor in the background and that's even a case in point to delegation, right? So your highest priority is not to go leaf blow your backyard. You can have somebody else do that. You've delegated and now you're focused here on the podcast and not even joking, that's real. Like. And different things in my life too. I've delegated, like sometimes I've delegated my cooking and had prepared meals, and then other times I've prepared those meals and I delegate something else because I want to be there with my family or I'm I'm gardening. And and back to the point, it really comes to the one thing to win. And, And I think it's just something to echo the contrast of like just getting through email all day and being like stuck in that. And I know so many executives that are just so glued to their email, and it feels like it. So basically, it's kind of chasing the tail. You're just following, you know, going, chasing whatever email is next instead of having that clear purpose. And I think having the, I, I often use the metaphor of building a house. If on your calendar it says, my one thing to win is build the house, it's, to, yes, you want to build a house. So let's write that down. But building a house is not the task of the day. Like one of the days it's going to be, Figuring out, do we have the design of the house? Do, all right, do we have that? Okay, so what is the foundation going to look like? Do we frame the foundation? So maybe tomorrow you're going to frame up the foundation. Maybe that's going to take you three days. I don't know what that... And then once you get that, then you're going to pour the foundation, right? And we're maybe we're going to get extra crew and delegate some of that. And a big truck's going to come and pour the foundation. So it's actually... That's why we call it plan tomorrow today and i'm just again i'm just echoing what you're saying stephanie and reinforcing it but then we that's where then it becomes real and then to your point stephanie then when do you work best like you said maybe starting early and getting that thing done for me i like to have my morning and and meditate and all that and i still do it first so i agree with you i like my energy when i first show up so even if it's late morning or if i start in the afternoon My first task needs to be my most powerful thing. Like, so that I can give like the newest, freshest battery, so to speak, to the effort. And then I can let the secondary things come in. So I appreciate that, that contrast. Giovanni or Melissa, like maybe that's starting with the same question. Like, can you think back in your mind a time when it wasn't as fluid and not using this framework as tight, even if you knew a little bit about it, how where the distraction is guiding you versus like fully owning your energy and and doing the one thing to win. But maybe if you can just paint that contrast.
2: Yeah, I think for me, what's interesting is, I mean, I think you always have a calendar that's very specific, efficient. It may be filled with meetings, right? And you may be, maybe you're running late to one or whatever, and it pushes everything back. But I think for me, I began to miss meetings and have other distractions, maybe a personal distraction or something's going on at home or something that I need to attend to. And I think what has happened for me in terms of my focus is I've been able to integrate the professional and the personal And even though I may have written down like, oh, I've got to go to a meeting back to school night for my kid or whatever, that may be a personal thing. But to actually be able to pull in all of the different things that I may have going on that day, like if I need to make a phone call to the school, I wouldn't necessarily build in the time for that. I would just be like, well, if I end the meeting early, I'll do it. And then all of a sudden, the end of the day is there and there's nobody available at the school, you know. And so just trying to build, actually make space for my entire life, as opposed to trying to manage my personal life kind of on the side.
1: Yeah, that makes a total sense because we think, oh yeah, well, I'll finish that meeting early, and then it's like, yeah, right, <laughs> like, or it doesn't happen, or or you go right to the limit. So, I I guess the simple echo to what you're saying was is that if it's not on your calendar, then you're risking it, right? Yeah, you might end early, and but you might not. So, if it's not on your calendar, then it's almost. I mean, I mean, there's no guarantee in anything in life, right? There's no, like, absolute guarantee for many things. But by having on your calendar, you're putting it way up on the priority.
2: Yes. Well, and I think just giving space for things that I wouldn't necessarily give space to is a big piece of it because there are just things that you kind of skip over. And you just... Kind of throw them in later, but you're actually using your full 24 hours a day when you really start to think about, okay, I have a 90 minute meeting, I need a half hour break. Or I have this 20 minute meeting, I need 10 minutes to walk around or do something or grab something to eat or whatever. And so you start thinking in different modes so that you're actually living your life in a way where you're committing to yourself. So whether that's doing movement, I need to move for 30 minutes, take a walk. I have to schedule it. I mean, some people do it at lunch when they're at work, but they have a specific time frame that they focus on. For me, it's, I would love to be able to wake up at like 5 a.m. and Get outside and walk. I keep telling myself that that's what I want to do. But really, I don't want to do that. I want to wake up without an alarm (laughs) and roll into my day and then I can can plan the walk later. (laughs) So I have learned that about myself.
1: Well, I guess in that you're saying forcing yourself to do what you see other people do versus what you actually want to do. And I've helped many executives start their day later because that's what their body wanted to do. And when you embrace it, then you actually are more effective instead of beating yourself up. Because now every day you're like, oh, I didn't start at five again. I didn't start at 5 a.m. And now you feel guilty and you're bringing shame on yourself, which what does that do? Deplete your energy. It's the opposite of what we're saying. So I I just want to touch on one more thing on this, Melissa, is that what you're saying, there is a part of having more detail in your calendar more line items more act, more things are on there and I've done this too so I kind of know what it's like at first it's a little scary because you look at your calendar and you're like we have way more appointments because you're putting the appointments for business the appointments for yourself the appointments for your family all of a sudden you have a lot of appointments but it is important because then like we just already illustrated then they happen right because now they're there but can you tell me like did was that overwhelming for you when you first looked at your calendar when you first did it this way or did it just feel right or like how did it go
2: and it's so funny that you say that because i remember sharing my calendar with you steve and i was like it wasn't overwhelming for me because i was used to having so much on my calendar and your first feedback was like no you need to do this over there is like way too much on your calendar. It's like like I had not even a minute to just go to the restroom or whatever. You were like, "That is a lot."
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you were trying to fit the world in. I do remember that moment, and and you, but you said it differently right now. So just the rewind, like, so your mindset has shifted because there. For me, the reason I said that, I don't mind having a, a full day with details. But I think the reason I, I suggested to relook at it is because I don't think you had enough breaks. I don't think you gave yourself enough time for a meal. And I know what that's like. Sometimes you give yourself like 20 minutes to go eat something. And then by the time you prepare, you sit down to eat it and you're scarfing food instead of enjoying it or relaxing, which is the way we should be taking that energy. Because again, food is energy. So I think that was there. And then I think it was just too long of a day. I think those would be my three points for you. There wasn't enough breaks. Wasn't enough time for meals and and basically longer breaks, and then there was too long of a day. I, I and I said, I think you're confusing this with your corporate life a little too much here. Like you should give more space. Is that? Am I on the right? Is that the same time? Yeah.
2: I think I was so used to working the corporate job, commuting three hours a day. And then doing community service at night and having those meetings or other board meetings. And all of a sudden you get home and it's like 10, 30 at night. And then you're trying to finish the work that you haven't been able to do because you've been in all, meetings all day. And then you got to get up and go into the I mean, it's just like this circular thing. And I think stepping off of that kind of hamster wheel When I decided I was going to get out of corporate and kind of move into my own business, it was kind of like, well, I was so used to it that I think I didn't realize, like, I can actually take control of my own schedule. Just like when we talk about clients, I can control who I work with, what I do with my day. And that is an amazing gift to yourself.
1: (laughs) Wonderful. Yes. And so you're saying you get to choose your life and you get to put the details on your calendar so that your family time, your personal time and all those things make it on there. I remember someone saying to me like, oh, you have to put date night with your wife on your calendar. Then, oh, you must not love her enough or something. And some kind of comment like that, I don't remember the exact words. And I was like, it's exactly the opposite because I'm also passionate about my work, but I'm also passionate about my relationship. And if if I don't put it on there and an alarm doesn't go off, it's my fault because I let myself get distracted and then I don't get home in time to go out to dinner, then that's on me. But if that alarm goes off, then it's gonna tell me, get the heck out of here. You got an important date tonight. So I think if something is meaning, if something has meaning and it's important to you, it needs to be on your calendar. Otherwise you're not gonna make that call to the school before they close. And where you spend your time is where you're you commit, right? Yes. Yes. And then that allows to put your power back. So we are we're coming back to the theme of today. Like if your cup is full of energy because you just recovered and you gave self-love and self-healing, what are we using that for? And if it's not on the schedule, chances are it's not gonna happen. I love it, Melissa. So let's pause real quick and take a break and we'll be right back. I just want to have an expression of gratitude right now for Pro Audio Voices. They're the ones that uh, produce my podcast. And Becky and her team are amazing. And for those of you that know me, I'm all about wow clients, wow partners. And Pro Audio Voices is a wow partner for me. And if you want to learn more, you can go to proaudiovoices.com and you can learn about them. They also do audiobooks and they're just amazing people. Thank you, Becky. Giovanni, how, how does it relate? For you, and I know you're always different than us cause you you never like jumped into like the 80 hour work week. That was never your thing. You're uh, you said no to that like right away, but how do the how does it interpolate for you? Like with being distracted and being on point, really using your focus, what's it like for you?
3: It's, I mean, it's similar in, in a different way. That makes sense, right? Like not having the structure in a way. Like, so the way I think of the way Stephanie and Melissa just described, like having, when they were in the corporate world, they had this structure already there, but it just wasn't theirs. They weren't controlling it at that time, right? Whereas I went the different route and had no structure and just like free and not many things would get done the way I'd want them to or would think they would go because it was just open. And I used to think like, oh yeah, that's, like, yeah, flexibility in my schedule. I can go do whatever because it's open and I can just go have a meeting here, go here, do this, whatever. But then that's like it's counterintuitive because you don't get, actually get much done. And it's like the tail end of what Melissa was just saying, well what you just said with Melissa was It's kind of the default. What's what are people's default? If you don't have something on your calendar, like what's your default? Like, are you just gonna are you gonna sit on the couch, watch some TV? Are you gonna just lay around, not do anything? That kind of a thing, and so it's like getting back to what we've all said, what you guys have all said, is yeah, having it on the calendar, having something there to give you that structure. And like you said earlier, like life doesn't always happen the way you think it's going to happen, right? But having the structure there allows you to at least move towards that. And then if something does happen, and that's what's fabulous about Plan Tomorrow Today. You can always reset the next day, or even you, just, you can reset after something happens, right? I think that's a big thing we miss is that we don't have to wait till the end of the day. We can reset as soon as something happens. But just even having those tools to like, first off, having the structure, it does sound counterintuitive. I'm just like, why can I have like my calendar full of things? Like, yeah, you really do need to have your calendar full of things, even if it's just a block of free time like that. Because otherwise you won't, right? We'll fill it up with something else. Like, oh, oh, I have to do this or I have to do this or you'll just fill it with something else. And so getting back to what Stephanie was saying, you know, what's the, your number one thing, your goal, and I'm blanking on the exact word you just said, Stephanie, but it's like that one thing to win. It's having that in the most prime spot for you. I think is key as well. Cause I, I'm definitely not an early, early riser. <laughs> I've heard too many people say, you know, the, the rise and just like, get up early. And do all this stuff my body's just like nope i'm with you melissa i'm like no i i can't function like my i'm slow to start but once i'm up then i'm up and so i tend to have more energy towards the evening and so i I, my calendar just switched a little bit since having my having our daughter now that she's two so like work day is from when she goes to nanny to when we pick her up anywhere between 3 30 to 4 o'clock and the rest of the time until nighttime is all her and family time. And then, then i am get kind of like a second work day going, if you will, to get some ancillary things taken care of. And I have energy, typically I've had energy towards the nighttime and like I can get pretty productive, like just sit down and focus. And so, yeah, it's, it's definitely shifted having more structure in my calendar to do the things I want to do. Does it always happen that way? No, some wrench will get thrown in. But then again, like I said, we reset and just like try to reset. I'm gonna be, I'm not perfect. I am far from it. When something happens and throws my day off, just like, okay, some I might take the full day to kind of reset or just kind of get my head. Otherwise, things just kind of just putter around, if you will, right? Like something like yesterday was kind of an off day for me and just like low energy and just, things were just kind of going and I had to really stop myself to reset like a bunch of different times to go in. Even then after the reset, it was still, still kind of off energy, but I got things done that I needed to get done. Not everything, but I got things that I needed to get done. So yeah, I mean, it really does change. And I know I'm the, the extreme of, of, of the three of you, all very hard workers and whatnot, but This our systems that we do put in place. And that's why I've loved being with or being around you, Steve, for the, what, seven, six, seven years. We should really figure out how
1: long it's been. I'm pretty sure it's eight now because I'm pretty sure I met you in 2015. It is so crazy how you start adding up the years. I've known Melissa the longest and we start adding up and we're like, you you almost don't want to say it anymore because it just totally puts all these years on our life. (laughs) But yeah. But we're all getting up there. Like I think a minimum of five years I've worked with each of you and Melissa and I just happen to know each other for decades. So I like the word structured freedom. Like because you know, sometimes Giovanni, like what you're saying, is like you just want open space and then what gets taken up in that space. So it goes back to that structure. And I do love there are times where you actually just want to block time. I'm not gonna do anything today. I'm gonna go for a long walk or be with my family. And also what I heard, Giovanni, is that you made it work for you. And I think that's one of the big areas we all lose energy because we compare ourselves to other people and we think we have to do it one way and there's only one way and that's not true. There's not one way to live and we each have differences. I do know from some statistics and I've, I can't remember... I don't have the name to quote, but there's been studies on morning people and night people. And I think more of the world are morning people, but there are like classified night people. They just work better in the evening and at night. And there's a portion of the population that that's that. So imagine being that person and then beating yourself up. You're naturally a night person. And then you kick yourself in the butt because you don't get up at 5 a.m. because you want to be a part of that of that. Like you you think that that's the only way to succeed. So I, I think just out of that, I'm, I, and I'm tried to do this with all three of you, just pull like the sound bites out of like the things I heard. So for you, Giovanni, it's like one, just own who you are. And then you can be quite productive. So there are a lot of people that would never want to work at night, but you're like, after my daughter goes to bed, I can be quite productive and get some things done. Then yeah, then you should do what you do. And then that still goes back to what all of us are saying, mark that down. And then when things go awry or it doesn't go the way you want, then you reflect on that and you plan the next day. That is one of the terms that I've I've come to over the years, plan tomorrow, today. And, and we do have a whole method on that. And so some of you listening to this, maybe you've taken some of our classes and you've learned this method. But for us, even if you don't have the whole method, just just that concept of reflecting on the current day and then planning what you're going to do tomorrow goes back to what you all all three of you, I think, mentioned resetting because there's no perfection. We're all going to have different things. So so again, the bullet points are you do you. Like, well, how do you work best? Again, going back to your energy, like, and if you don't know, then just try things out. And when it doesn't feel good and it doesn't work, then say, okay, that's not for me. Let's try. I'm going to try to wake up later. And, and I know so many people that try to get up too early and then they have, they do not, they're not effective. They don't get more done just because they were up earlier. Now, some do. I am even in fact, I could think of a current client right now loves to get up early and gets a ton done before anyone else wakes up but that's 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 what they do. So I love that Giovanni, you be you and then classify what you're going to do and then I think we're all saying then reflect and do it again the next day and every day you get better.
3: One of the mentorships I belong to, they they noticed a while ago that not everybody's the the same, right? It's like it's a the real estate mentorship and they started creating avatars for individual people and i was like that is like one of the smartest things ever because not everybody likes to wake up for example no one even likes to wake up early or their body doesn't work that way and that's okay like i think that's really i think just for me that's really important because a lot of the stuff you see on online and the gurus and the coaches and everybody's like get up at four or five o'clock in the morning get your stuff done and then have I mean, there's a few people like Alex from amazing. Like I think he's an amazing guy, and like he does this um, some really cool stuff. But like he just he just works. Like he works and works out. Like that's like that's the stuff he does. Literally, he like he's like oh he wakes up super early. He does like three or four hours of work, does a two hour workout, and then does another block of work, and then later at night, I think he does another. I don't know if you I have me. Mean, I think like two workouts or something like that. But like like that works for him, right? And there's another guy, Mr. Beast, he's a YouTuber. Like all he does is work. Like I've seen some, um, some podcasts he's been on. He's like, I get up, I work until I am exhausted. He'll like work like seven, eight days straight. He's like, I'll work until I just pass out. I'm like, well, that's definitely not me. that's not sustainable for a lot of people, but I think having knowing knowing your avatar who you are right cuz there are books about sleep right sleep cycles and stuff like that and like there's people who are there's the morning riser early birds there's the night owls there's like lion or something like that bunch of different things they've come up with <laughs> that kind of distinguish like how you flow through life right which it is we're right? like we're all flowing through life in a different different boat mm-hmm. and like we got to find what works best for us. If, if I'm in a, if I'm in a canoe and Steve's in a power boat and I'm trying to be like Steve in a power boat, like that's not going to work. Like I'm manually trying to go as fast as a power boat. Like that's just not going to happen. But like, Hey, I'm, I'm canoe. I'm just going to take a few strokes here and just kind of let the water take me. I have control of where I actually go,
1: but I'm just going to kind of just meander through things. Well, and then, and that brings to a point, what's better? Who's the say? If I want to get across the land or I want the rush of the speed, then maybe that speedboat is the way to go. But I've also kayaked and I'm like so close to the water. It feels like I'm in the water just floating along and like ducks are landing right next to me. And you're seeing all the life and you cannot see that going 100 miles an hour on a speedboat. So so again, to each his own. And also, what day is it?
0: That's what I was just going to say. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes it's different. Like, maybe you don't want to be in a kayak or a powerboat every day. And I know my sister-in-law turned me on to this book that talked even about for women, like, there are different times of the month where, like, we feel more in our power. And then there's times where, like, we physically just need more rest. And it's, like, tuning into that. And whether it's on the feminine side or just, like, in general, like, maybe there's some days where you're like, man, I'm feeling really good today I feel like I can take more on like maybe my goal was to stop but I don't have anything else on my calendar for the end of the day and like I'm in a groove I'm gonna maybe do a little bit more today to allow myself for another day where it's like I might have an agenda and I just I'm like if I check in with myself I'm not feeling it like I'm not my body's saying something different so I think we have to be open like you know within this structure and freedom we have which it's beautiful because it allows us to get more done but we also have to see like how are we how are we today who are we today like are we in kayak mode or are we in powerboat mode where are we and then to to tap into that we're going to just feel better which means the next day we're going to feel better and it's going to perpetuate all of that so i love that reference
1: i and i love that stephanie because there i know i don't know the titles of the books either but But I will say this, I think there's several leadership books for women leaders, because I think the tendency over the last, I don't know, 40 years is that women become like male leaders. And that is not the same because you're totally right. Like having the cycles of life is going to be different for so not only different types of people. But masculine, femi- feminine, there's going to be things. And my wife was telling me, I like, forget what books she read. There's some tribes, like indigenous tribes, where the the women would basically like during their moon time, they would basically like have the whole week off, you know. And then because we all moon time, yeah, that's another way to put it, right? So that's what we like to call it. Our at my house, my daughters, and they you. The thing about it is, it's this is real. This is part of life too. And then to just ignore that and say. Oh, that's not happening. Be like a man. That's just not, that's not okay either, right? And so you do, yes.
0: Powering through it is not so good. Yeah, it's not the thing to do. And it's interesting that you call it moon time. I think the name of the book was called Do Less. And I was, and when she presented it to me, I was like, that's not where I'm at in my life right now. I'm not (laughs) trying to do less. But it just talks about like, based on where we are and the tides and how, I mean, it does relate to like the moon and the tides and like where energy. And so on the feminine side, it it affects us in that way. And I've noticed it where I'm like, man, I had, and sometimes it's on a weekend where I'm like, oh my gosh, I have all this stuff I want to get done. That was the things that I had planned to do this weekend. And my body is like, nope, nope. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I have to listen to that. It's, Apparently time for a nap. Yeah. Do less by Kate Northrup. Admittedly, I didn't get through the whole book, but I was reading it. I was like, wow, there's definitely some power in this and it makes sense. And if you can kind of figure out what that flow is, like you probably can do a lot more because you're not trying to force it when it's not time.
1: And, and, and I don't know who else wants to add to this, but just to point, connect some dots here. I know, Giovanni, you said you were off yesterday. And I know for a fact that the day before that you travel. And so you possibly could have gave yourself permission to rest more too because even if it's not international flights travel is travel right and you're traveling with a two-year-old like it's going to be extra work it's just the way that it is and the same thing we're talking about here stephanie is giving yourself permission to realize hey today i'm not a hundred percent okay like then give yourself more space so that tomorrow you could be a hundred percent And But here's what most of us do. We try to plow through and then we might be at 50%. Probably a good chance tomorrow you're going to be at 25%. And if you do that again, you're going to be at 20%. And how many executives and working people are at like 10% of their natural energy level every single day? Just sit with that for a second. All right? I would just say
2: I have definitely gotten better at like, taking an extra day or taking, I mean, I traveled this weekend and I came back on Sunday and for the holiday, I was like, I have got to get to see some water because for me mentally, like if I go too long without being able to just connect with some water, I don't even have to be in it, but just to be able to go and absorb a different environment and just, envision just really take a look and so we took a trip and we were able to just connect and with nature and be out it was wonderful ocean lake river like what we did a lake we went yeah we went up to i guess is in oakdale okay and they had speed boats and kayaks that you know it's funny that you guys are all talking about speedboats and kayaks one of the grandchildren there, and it was like, oh my gosh, the waves, you know, yeah, because the speedboat was making all the waves. But they were able to kind of get in and kind of walk around. It was
1: fun. It's so beautiful, and you think the opposite, right? You just got back from a trip, and then to make another trip, but yet in such a meaningful way where you're connecting with nature and letting yourself breathe and soak all that in. So now you might be thinking. Okay, here's this is more business, more life is the name of this podcast. We talk so much about life, but when you care for your life, and why do we have the series of podcasts that we just released in the last three to four weeks? They're all about taking care of yourself. And then today we wanted to make more of a conscious approach of how to apply this in business. And yet we still like half this podcast was taking care of you. And it's so true. And I think, I think what I come away from this is you doing you i mean i don't know what each of you think if there's any closing remarks but i mean ultimately we're saying give yourself permission to schedule the day that's best for you instead of trying to copycat someone else now you can try i'm not saying don't go read some of these books i know what's that one that's real popular right now like the 5 a.m club or like Different habit books that are out right now, and they might be perfect for you. So we're no, so even this podcast is not like wrong or right, absolutely not. If that's what you got, then please re-listen to it. I mean, we're saying you do you. If you're a five a.m. clubber, go for it, like ride that wave awesomeness. And then if you're not, that's what we're saying. Cause I think we get caught up in the fad, right? Like, and this happens with diets too. It's like, Oh, everyone's doing this diet. Let me do that. And then it doesn't work for you. And then you're, and then you're shaming yourself. You feel all these things. So I guess for me, my closing is like, love yourself. Try, go ahead, try all these things out and then pick the one that's best for you. And then, and then recycle it over and over. Like we're saying, keep re-upping the next day, reflect on the day, plan the next day, make it better, focus, and then allow yourself to recharge. When you're off or or you need some time off, take that. I just told Stephanie, I said, see, we were just talking like, what is it, a week ago or two weeks ago?
0: Mm-hmm. I was just going to share on that because you- we do have some big goals and there is a big focus right now. And I, I've been through all these challenges and jumped over all these hurdles to get to this place where I was like, in the first position, like, if you think about it, like running a relay, like I was ready on the mark, ready to go. But my body, my mindset was like, not there. And you said, when was the last time you had a day off? And I couldn't remember what that was. And so you prescribed. I've been telling people, my boss told me to take a day off, but you just recommended it. So we looked at my calendar and found like a day where I had the least amount of meetings where I could move them and just take the day. And I can't even tell you what that did for me. Like I came back just even the very next day, a totally different person. I like 10x even my activity and it felt good. I started making connections with people and I just felt totally different. I did everything that day. And for... And for us too, like, I think a day off for me before was like maybe Netflix and chill. Like this day off was really about me and like yoga and meditation and walking and massage and like reading and journaling and all this just spent the day with myself. And I still, I'm still carrying that with me a week later. Like it, changed everything so I would say if you if it feels counterproductive and I think maybe some people might think that a podcast about more business and more life or about business shouldn't be as much about life but when we I I guess I'm just echoing like when we do put the life part first the business will flow with more ease more results just it's it's just better so it's my little testimonial to that yeah take a day or whatever (laughs) you
1: need and to add one layer on that, that was uh, like a full on you day because you had days off, but it would be like being a mom, being, uh, having, taking care of your partner, taking care of your household. I was like, you need time. And I don't even think you could get a whole day. It was like from the time you dropped the kids off to the time the kids came back home. So, it, but it was like a full like work day, but it was the whole, I crammed a lot in. <laughs> it was the whole day for you. It was the whole day for you. So, we're at about time for this. Melissa or Giovanni, you have any last comments or anything to echo?
3: No, I think we hit on a lot of really good stuff. Just give yourself permission.
2: Yes, give yourself permission and take the time for yourself. Know what you need. I think the sometimes we forget to be aware of our own needs. And so, like Stephanie, it
1: was like, take a day off. Like build it in. Yeah. Well, yeah, and being the one that directed her and being the one that we all have an initiative and I'm kind of like leading a lot of our initiatives, I just want to say this in closing then. If you're managing other people and, and, and you're leading other people, let's say it that way, you're leading other people to Destination and you notice, and I can notice how Stephanie's battery was depleted. Now I could have been to say, oh, well, suck it up and do the best you can. Or I could have said, her drill is, let's say we're drilling holes. I always use that metaphor. You have one battery and it's like, rear, rear, rear. How is that helpful to to the organization and to Stephanie? Because then chances are the battery's going to be dead the next day. De- like, gone. But then that, And then that's why then you get people calling in for sick days. You have people that just don't even want to work there anymore because they're just sick of it, right? So... So just think about that. If you're leading people and you're asking them to to push. Now I'm not talking about pushing through comfort zones. I do. And everyone on the team will tell you, I push on the comfort zones. They all know they're If you can't, if you're not seeing any video of this, everyone's like nodding their head, but the, so ultimately that's what I wanted to say. It seems counterintuitive. It seems scary because we all have all these initiatives. And so the easy answer in our mind is to go do more time, but, Is it? Is it? If you're on a 10% battery life and it's about to die and you have a whole day tomorrow, wouldn't it be smart to recharge? That's all I'm saying. Well, thank you all. These are fantastic times. I really look forward each week when we record these podcasts because it's so life giving, even for us. I hope that it is for everyone else listening. And if it is, please let us know. Please comment, give us a review, subscribe, and and please let us know what else you'd like us to share. We're totally open to continuing to curate the best podcast we can so that you can have more business and more life. And in closing, we always say choose gratitude. It really does start with our gratitude and then create freedom. Choose gratitude, create freedom. We'll see you on the next podcast. Thanks for listening in. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the More Business, More Life podcast. I hope you got value. And if you did, we have so many more things for you at stevenoplaton.com. You'll be able to connect with us on social media. We are active. You can ask us questions. And then on top of that, I want to give you a really big gift. And it truly is. We want to give so much value. We have an offering. It's a program called Clear Path to Customers. It's the same way that we attract wow clients and only working with the right people, the people we want to, and it's transformed my business into millions more in revenue with the right people and my clients. And we're doing it absolutely free. So you can go to stevenoplaton.com and grab that. You just got to put in your information. And we'll send it to you promptly. And that again is on stevenoplaton.com. I look forward to having you on the next show. Until then, remember, choose gratitude and create freedom.